Crap with Beth and Matt. Cut to Crap is the world's number one no bullshit health and fitness podcast. Welcome to Cut the Crap with Beth and Matt. We are live here in Maine. Matt Vandalar is here in person with Dusty Young, Hello. coach at Hybrid Fitness. Hi, Dusty. What's up? Not much. How you doing, Welcome. man? I'm good. I'm good. How are you guys? Looking good, feeling better. Every day. Crushing it. <laughs> Got a good workout in with you this morning. Yeah, yes. no, that was good. Last little, couple days. A little back and biceps action today. Yep. Felt, yeah. Felt good. I haven't been in a gym in a while, so that was nice. Yeah, yeah you have Last couple huh? of days, yeah. Just been working out at home. So. Yeah. Well, yeah. thanks for joining us. It's always fun to have extra people. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. Dusty's been writing uh, all the programming these days. Trying. Trying. Mm-hmm. We're gonna we're gonna get we're gonna get us big. That's the <laughs> that's the goal. We are, we are growing people. Yep. Okay. That's what we do in the gym. We grow. Big Beth Ferraco. <laughs> and I like I like uh the emphasis that you're putting on your workouts too, with like some of the uh, sets are going to failure mm-hmm. on that on that last set. Yep. It's it's definitely change of change of pace for myself because you know, normally I work in a re- really low rep range, which I've been doing outside of that these last couple of months. But like with, you know, powerlifting and strength training, it's usually I'm three to five. Sometimes I'll go up to 10 reps on my accessories. But yep. It's nice to have that kind of volume in there. Yeah, it's it's something different, you know, for myself as well. I was always very, very low rep um, for years when I started. And then, you know, I dabbled into the eight to 12 ish, but I never really went to to failure until I learned a little bit more about like hypertrophy and how to stimulate mm-hmm. it and whatnot. So that's kind of where that comes from is just trying to get more muscle building effect yeah so this is a good subject right here because we just talked about progressive overload in our last episode Mm -hmm. and dusty can so can you explain to people like what hypertrophy is like compared to like strength like strength getting strong and Mm -hmm. like building muscle um and the programming that you are doing right now sure so i mean strength and hypertrophy or building muscle i guess we can not talk so nerdy, building muscle Nerd. <laughs> and, 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 and strength training, like they go together. Sure. But they are two exclusive things. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, obviously the, the newer you are to lifting, uh, you can gain both at the same time. But as you progress in your, your lifting age, so to speak, mm-hmm. um, you'll have to specialize in one or the other. Um, and strength training, obviously we want to get strong building muscle, we want to build physical tissue. Mm -hmm. So when we're talking about strength training, um, it's more of a neural adaptation. It's, it's a skill. We're trying to teach our body how, uh, to lift this and to be able to lift this. So that's why you see really, really, really high fast strength gains when you first start. It's just a skill. Like you go into the gym the next day, you're lifting something heavier. Uh, that that's really what it is where in a sense of, you know, building muscle, that is more of a physical adaptation, right? You have to right. build muscle and that takes a lot longer to do. Um, and just the, the avenue to get there is a little different. Um, you, have to, you have to initiate different um, you know, mechanisms, so to speak, in the body to initiate a stimulus to build muscle. That signal. That yeah. signal, basically. Um, so they do overlap, you can get a little bit of, of each at first, but if like if your goal is strictly building muscle, you want to lift to build muscle. You don't want to lift to to build strength. So and and exercises are very dependent on this. Like mm-hmm. certain exercises fit better in the strength category than say you know hypertrophy. So we're totally. talking like we talked about this morning. Yeah. Um. <laughs> you know, barbell movements 
not necessarily the greatest for hypertrophy. Can you build muscle with barbell movements? Mm -hmm. Yes, but it is not optimal. We're talking optimum here. Right. If you want to build muscle, then can I swear? Swear all Are you, you want, Are you fucking man. kidding me? <laughs> 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 then, Come then, on. then fucking build muscle. Right. Yeah. Don't like, I mean, why half-ass it? Mm -hmm. You know, whole-ass it. That's what I say. Right. So like barbell movements, we can build muscle with it, but it's it's going to... It's not going to be as effective as some movements with dumbbells or cables or whatever. Um, so, so yeah, I don't know if I answered your full question. How, how much further do you want me to go into this? I think that's a good starting point. I think it's a good starting point, but I think we should actually, like, where are you from? What do you do? Sure. And how are you able to talk about this subject? Oh, we, shit. We just kind of went into we went it. Right we're yeah. like, here's so fucking Dusty. No one knows who Dusty is, yeah. but he's about to tell you. <laughs> we, we got him hooked. So right? let's, let's yeah. We wanted to get right go. into it. Okay. Um, I mean, do you want like the... You could tell us. I want your like like story. Life story or... Well, how you got to where you're at now. Because I know yeah. last time I was here, we talked about how you kind of got started doing this. Yep. Um, and, and how you got into the role that you're doing now. So um, what is the, the role that you're doing now? And then let's reverse that. How did you get there? Okay, so r right now, uh, my name my name's Dusty Young. Uh, I'm here in Warren, Maine, um, <laughs> running hybrid fitness. Um, we are a gym here, uh, and basically, I'm the what does he call it the <laughs> the director of operations here. Mm, so the DP, the DP, <laughs> the DO, the D doctor oh, of yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, that would be DO. D I don't know what DP came. You from. call me call me the DOP. <laughs> 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 so uh basically i'm i'm kind of in charge of making sure this place fucking runs mm -hmm. properly and efficiently um and that's through keeping our trainers you know happy uh, make sure that they have clients um so i'm doing sales i'm doing social media stuff i'm doing um, onboarding and i also train as well so I'll, i do sessions i do classes and personal training as well so i kind of have my finger on the entire pulse so to speak mm -hmm. um and as we grow that becomes <laughs> more difficult and i <laughs> kind of need to you know focus more on one thing rather than the other but yeah. that's so what the i jack do of all trades yeah specialize yeah. yeah yep so that that's what i do here um and i guess to kind of tell everybody how i got here is that is that what you're looking yep. for yeah. now yeah. Totally. okay so <clears throat> man this we are gonna have to go back a little bit um sure but growing up, I was I was always kind of a chunky kid. I was a little chunky. I wasn't fat, but I was chunky. I always had a problem, um, and I I feel like looking back now, I there was a couple things in my life that were pretty, I guess, traumatic. You would say for mm -hmm. a kid, um, and I was alone a lot. You know, living with, with a single mother, um, she was taking care of everything. She was home late working, so I was always alone, and I feel like food was my coping mechanism mm -hmm. it made me feel like i wasn't so alone and and i could deal with those you know problems that i was going through um and so that led to me being overweight as a child um towards towards middle school and then high school the end of middle school uh beginning of high school is when it was like at its peak and i was i was a big i was a big kid um I'm, let's see right now i'm like 160 i'm 5'9 160 i mean i'm pretty lean right now but I was 230, 235 at, as a sophomore, I think it was. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so I was a big kid um, and I got, I got picked on and that shit, I don't know if you guys ever had to deal with that stuff, but mm -hmm. 
that that sits heavy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I wasn't a ladies' man. I couldn't get a, a fucking girlfriend. So like, I'm thinking to myself, how the hell am I going to get through life like this? Um, so at the age of fuck, what was it, fifteen or sixteen? Me and a friend of mine, we started doing the Atkins diet. Mm. Oh boy! In high school, right? Okay. Like we're bringing Tupperware containers oh full of fucking burgers and bologna, <laughs> and oh yeah, we're like, oh sweet, we can eat all the fucking deli meat and cheese we want mm-hmm. and lose weight. This is great. So <clears throat> we both ended up losing uh, 40, 40 pounds or so. Mm-hmm. Went off of it. Can you guess what happened? I don't know. I think (laughs) perhaps maybe you gained that weight back. Yeah. 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 And a little bit more. And a little bit more. And a little Mm. bit more. Imagine that, you guys. Imagine that. So so we're like, well, what the fuck? So what did we do? We did it again. It worked, right? Right. Well, fuck me. Let's do it again. Mm -hmm. So uh, did the whole yo-yo thing for a while. Um, Worked. Didn't work. Obviously, I put all the fucking weight back on. Uh, and then I was just kind of like, well, this sucks. What am I going to do? Like, maybe I'm just destined to be a fucking fat ass all my life. I don't know, but I'm depressed. <laughs> I need to figure this out. So um, I I don't know how I came across it. I guess I was, you know what it was? I remember now. I, I saw a video on my old, like my old ass phone, like when phones first did video. There was a video of me. So me and my friends, all my fat friends, mm-hmm. um, you guys ever watch The Office? Yeah. yeah. Okay. You remember the, the episode with the cheese balls? They're like, bound, they're throwing cheese balls in everybody's mouth and yes. it was just a game. Yep. Okay. So we would do that, but we would like bounce them off the cupboards, try and like fucking catch them mm-hmm. and, and just fat kid shit. Uh, <laughs> but I saw a video of myself and I was like, I was just absolutely fucking disgusted with myself. Like, uh, th- this is me? No. Saw a video of yourself doing that? Yes. Yeah, because yeah, we filmed it because we thought we were funny, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I was like, no, something's got to change. And in walks, oh, man, you know those infomercials you see early morning? You know, you know those. With, with the, uh, oh. the snake oil that they're selling you or some type of a fat blaster? Well, or? so so this one was uh, some beach body workouts. You, know, ah, you guys know Okay, yes, yes. Yeah. Yep, yep, okay. Yep. So, uh insanity oh um, you with, got into that yeah with with sean t i believe mm-hmm. his name was yep. Sean T. i was like well fuck me i'm gonna do this look at those assholes they've got they've got washboard abs they're skinny they're good yeah okay so i did it i, I did the whole goddamn program um a buddy of mine did it too uh i was up at 6 a.m doing that that is not something anybody should be doing to lose weight i tell you but guess what I lost it. And that was that was my introduction to fitness. Okay. That's that. I'm sure you had a very unhealthy relationship with exercise at that point because you're literally punishing your body. Oh, I fucking that. hated it. Yeah, hated it. But I was like, I'm going to do this. And the reason I did it, I guess I should have touched on this too, was throughout my entire life, a lot of people and a lot of like people that I love and were important to me would tell me like, you know, if I wanted to do something, oh, that's just a phase or that's not going to work or you're not going to be able to do that. I'm like, oh, you motherfucker. I'm going through this goddamn thing if it kills me and I'm Mm going to prove you all wrong. So that's that's my mindset. Not necessarily healthy, but I do a lot of shit with a chip on my shoulder. And yeah, nothing wrong I, with that. I can relate. Yeah. So <laughs> you just like you just want to fucking stick it to them. So that's right. what I was doing. But I was I was losing weight at the same time. I was doing this little diet thing that they had in the program as well. Uh, I'm pretty sure I bootlegged it. I didn't buy it. I was mm-hmm. too cheap. I, I bootlegged the whole thing. Yeah, but I, I had P90X bootlegged. Yeah. Myself. Yep. <laughs> so like, it, so I went through it. You know, they had a little nutrition thing, which um, I believe, if I remember correctly, they told me to eat 1,400 calories a day. Ouch. But obviously, like. 
that was my first introduction to calories. Right. And I, I was, I know my tracking was not, I wasn't weighing or measuring anything. It was just like, oh, back of the package says this. This is what I mean. Right. And then so, yeah. It up. yeah. I'm sure I was closer to 2000, mm-hmm. but I still lost a lot of weight. Um, so I did that. Uh, I saw excellent results, um, a lot of aches and pains. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but I went from not being able to do um, a fucking push up. I couldn't do a push up when I started to being able to do like 30. So, and that was like a 60 to 90 nice. day thing. Like, mm-hmm. I, I hate to shit on the program completely. It's definitely not something people, sh- the general population should do. It's not very safe and the structure isn't very. Yeah, done, it just takes well, you, it just throws you right into the balls to the wall program. They don't do any assessments on, yeah. on people. I yeah. mean, how can they? Yeah. Um, right. They're not doing mobility work or, yeah. you know, do they do any mobility work with insanity? Because I think P90X had some type of a yoga component to so it. So they did do some like stretching okay. type stuff, <laughs> which was cool, but I mean, the majority of the program is just high intensity, yeah. you know, cardio with a little bit of resistance training through, um, through body weight stuff. Right. So it's like, if you want to burn calories, just jump up and down for a fucking hour, like, yeah. and you're, you'll save your joints. Yeah. So, but it's fun, you know, people like the whole, it's very alluring, right? Yeah. So whatever, I went through it, um, but I'm very thankful for it. I'll shit on sure. it now, but I was, I'm very thankful for it because it, it Everyone is, one starts somewhere. It was the, it was the, uh, the gateway to where yeah. I am now. Um, and I'm sure for many other people too. Yeah. Like you said, not shitting on it, but I, I do think that programs like that are part of the reason why people are so obsessed with, um, burning as many calories as they can in a workout mm-hmm. or super high intensity balls to the wall all the time, killing themselves. If I'm not sore after the workout, did I even get a workout in? Mm-hmm. Did, like, was it even worth it? Did I even make any progress? You know, I think that type of program sets those unrealistic expectations for people with exercise. Yeah. hundred percent. And you know, that wasn't where it ended for me. Like I did the mm-hmm. program, I lost a lot of weight and you know, I stopped it and what happened guys <laughs> right like mm-hmm. i started to put on a little bit more weight and i'm like motherfucker i can't so gotta do another round of yeah, insanity. Imagine you, so exactly. you have to continue fitness you yeah. mean you just don't stop yeah right well, yeah. also okay. true yeah so yeah, exactly so, <laughs> so but he couldn't do insanity forever though right. well or so, so this is what i did i was like insanity was a motherfucker what can i do next mm-hmm. um and of course, you know, Shanti just came out with a brand new program. I'm like, well, let's fucking try that one. <laughs> <laughs> so I did that one two or three times. And this is what I did. And then I did P90X three once. Wow, you! I didn't know you were like in the thick of the beach body. Oh, you I was. Were, you got in there. I was a beach babe. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> so, and then I was like, I'm just not, this isn't, I don't like it. This can't be it. <laughs> so, so fast forward to, I'm, shit, what am I? Like 25, 26 at this point. I'm 34 now. Holy fuck, it was that long ago. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, and I, I'm at work. I'm, I, I work swing shifts at this point in time of my life. I'm working late nights, Tough. 12 hours. A lot of sitting behind a mm-hmm. computer. I have a lot of downtime. I'm on my phone a lot and... You know, I'm researching, I, I honestly, I don't know how I came across it, but I came across some article um, by Mike Matthews. I don't know if you guys know who Mike Matthews is. Sounds he, familiar. He's the, uh, he's the, he's the owner, creator of Legion Athletics oh, okay. um, yeah. Supplement yep. Company. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, I was, he was talking about just how like calories, it's calories in, calories out. And then, you know, I got into more of his articles and he's talking about strength training mm-hmm. and he's got a book about like 
how people should exercise and how they should eat to, to get the body they want. And I just went down that rabbit hole and I'm just reading and reading and reading. Um, he had a book. I bought it. I read it. And I was like, I need to lift fucking weights. Cause that was his whole program was, um, you know, strength training four to six reps on big compound movements yeah. and whatnot. Like he had a program in there. Okay. I'm like, Holy fuck. I need to start lifting mid coast, Maine. Where, where do we have a gym, right? Like Planet Fitness wasn't there at the right. time. Um, there were a couple local gyms, I think, and obviously intimidated as being somebody new that's never lifted, um, former fat kid. So I said, well, fuck this. I got a good job. I'm just going to build a gym in my basement. Mm. So I ordered a squat rack. I ordered a barbell. I ordered dumbbells, and I just started building this fucking gym. Um, I was a few grand into it by the end of it. Um, and I started lifting weights and that is where life changed for me yeah. for amazing forever. Um, I started, you know, diving into tracking food and, and doing it properly and learning how to properly eat. And I just found a love for it mm-hmm. and it changed my life so fucking much that I wanted to pay it forward. I wanted to help people mm-hmm. because I spent, Jesus, I don't know what it was, like five or six years. Well, more than that, collectively. So just years and years of up and down yo-yo dieting and exercising um, to try and get where I wanted, but I was just spinning my wheels. So it's like, how can I help people save fucking time? Mm -hmm. Like, don't make the same mistakes I did. Yeah. Um, So I always wanted to get into fitness, but it was just like, how the fuck do I do it? You know, I, I own this house. So I've got overhead. Um, I'm working this this job, which you know paid great. Benefits were wonderful. Like I mean, it was an amazing job, but it was overnights, twelve hours, uh, you know, per shift, swing shifts, so working days, one day, nights the next. Um, so it's like, how do I get into something? How do I get into fitness? And I thought, you know, maybe a couple certs, but it's like you can get all the certs you want. Even then, I was like, you can get the certs, but like, mm-hmm. how the fuck are you gonna apply it? Right. right. You know? if you're not working with people and, yeah. and applying that knowledge and learning from working with people. Right. And like, what am I gonna do? Run an ad in the newspaper? Like, hey, come <laughs> to my basement. Like, <laughs> I promise I won't steal your kidney. Yeah. But like, <laughs> so uh, at that point, you know, I'm starting to get into following people on Instagram and and whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and at that point. I was a few years into lifting. Um, obviously, I thought I was pretty fucking cool and smart, right? Uh, but Jordan Syatt was somebody that I followed and respected. Um, I loved his content. I loved kind of his approach. He was funny. And I noticed on one of his stories, it was, hey, I'm going to be in uh, Midcoast, Maine in July, whenever it was, June, July. I can't remember. I was July. Like, I was like, motherfucker, What? I was like, like, I got to look into idol. this. Like, I'm, yeah. 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 I'm like, what? He's coming to my backyard. So I, I looked into <laughs> it. I looked into it. And it's like, yeah, coming to Thomaston. And, you know, Thomaston's what? Fucking 10 minutes away from where I lived. I'm mm-hmm. like, what the fuck is he doing here? Right. And I find out he's, he's, he's coming to hybrid fitness in Thomaston. I'm like, well, motherfucker. Uh, he's selling tickets. Obviously, I took vacation from work. I went. And that's where I met Beth. That's where I met Hunter. Mm-hmm. Um, and... That is kind of how it all started. I told Hunter, um, I said, listen, dude, uh, if you ever have an internship, you ever mm-hmm. need help with it, you know, with anything, let me know and I'd love to do it. Uh, he's like, cool, whatever. Like, I'll, I'll maybe, maybe I'll reach out to you someday. Two weeks later, he's like, hey, you still want to, you still want to do an internship training and, and whatnot. So 
that was my that was my foot in the door um, to actually getting into a gym and, and helping mm-hmm. people. And Beth basically took me under her wing with the classes and, and whatnot. <laughs> That's we right. we yep. had some early mornings, you know, doing that stuff. You know, we went to seminars. It was mm-hmm. it was fucking awesome. Um, and then. You know, here's the issue. That's a part-time gig. Mm-hmm. I'm doing yeah. that on my off days, working 12-hour swing shifts. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had to make a decision, and I wasn't happy. I had just gotten out of a pretty shitty relationship. Um, so I was living in this big fucking house all by myself. Uh, now COVID has 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 shown its face. Um, okay. The housing market was was pretty good for sellers. Um, so I was like, fuck this. Hunter always wanted to get me to quit my job and work full time at the gym. And I was obviously scared. I'm yeah. giving up a lot of money. Security and comfort. Big time. Like I giving up a lot to do this. And I was like, fuck this. I was like putting the house on the market and I'm going to bank a little bit uh, and then quit my job. And that's what I did. It all happened a lot quicker than I thought. Yeah. Um, I put my house up for sale and that day was an offer you're like fuck i wasn't prepared for this yeah so (laughs) that turned into you know hunter and his his wife melissa um they gave me a place to live for six for six months amazing so i moved in with them um and (laughs) went full-time here and that's where i've been ever since that's amazing man (laughs) that seems like a a lifetime ago but it really it hasn't been that that long just really. what two yeah. years you said covid so a little over two years yeah mm-hmm. so i've i've been full-time here um since january 21 wow so yeah and i love that you talked about the money aspect of it and all you were giving up because i did the same thing and mm-hmm. beth you know you yeah. quit you quit working full-time to work for yourself or work and everything too you know and we that's something we hear a lot like you're just doing this for money it's like actually like i gave up a lot of money to come and follow my passion and it's follow scary. what made me happy yep. so it's terrifying it's, if i was doing it for the money i would have stayed in corporate america and yep. been miserable right. you yep. know yep yeah 100 percent. it's uh is <laughs> i mean can you make money in this industry sure of course yeah but in order to do it you gotta fucking grind and you gotta make sacrifices especially mm-hmm. as evidence-based and ethical coaches like ourselves <laughs> yes because yeah. it's a lot easier to make money in this industry be as to be a snake oil salesman yep. and, and to, to tell people to um avoid certain foods and mm-hmm. and, and sell them the solution to product. the problems that they're creating you know mm-hmm. which is not stuff that we do and we, right. we speak very um outwardly against so mm-hmm. so yeah that's that's my story that's amazing mm-hmm. um yeah. going back you said that you were intimidating or intimidated to start in the gym. You didn't know where to start. Yeah. So you build your own. But going back to that, for anybody that's listening that's interested in the strength training or, or is intimidated by the gym, because we hear this a lot, mm-hmm. what do you have any advice that you could give them to help with that gym mm-hmm. gym gym intimidation? Gym intimidation, yeah. Um, one thing that I didn't do and I wish I did, was just hire a fucking coach. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't care if it's an online coach mm-hmm. or an in-person trainer, yeah. but just hire somebody to give you some sort of structure yeah. and somebody that is going to critique your form. Yes. That's important. For, form above all else. Right? Yeah. It doesn't matter how much weight you're lifting. If yeah. You're doing yeah. Shitty form, which is, you could eventually hurt just yourself. Just to have like and, a program too, to follow something, that's you know, take be, the guesswork. I'd be like, yes, I was spinning my wheels for years until I actually had a program. It's amazing. Workouts. what such a night and day difference. Doing yeah. things on you your own. You go in, you follow it. And, you know, and you get results. Yep. Because it, you at least, like, if you have something structured that somebody gave you that 
that knows know, what they're doing. Knows what they're doing, air quotes. Like you know, maybe you hire somebody that doesn't really know, but they still know more than you. Right. Right. So they're giving you direction. They're showing you what to do. So that takes the whole like aspect out of it of like at least you have some confidence going to the gym. Like at least I know what I'm going to do. I'm not just going to fucking bounce between the dumbbell rack and mm-hmm. the machines and whatnot. Like you have an idea. Mm-hmm. Um, but to be honest, like to give advice with the whole intimidation thing is like go to a gym. Most people don't know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they don't give a shit about you. Yeah. True. They don't. True. Like even now we go to we go to Planet Fitness because it's our our basically our only option right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but nobody gives a shit. No. Like you could literally do anything you want and nobody's going to care because they're not going to judge you and they're not. They're too focused on yeah. their workout, what's on their phone and whatever else they're doing. Right. Yeah. So. I mean, I know it's easier said than done, but there's no reason to be intimidated. But if the reason you're intimidated is because you're unsure of what to do, just hire somebody. It's a fucking investment in yourself. It's not, it's not, it's crazy to me. Like I, you know, I, I do sales here. It's, I tell people, this is an investment in your health. Mm -hmm. Like you are the most important thing. You buy fucking Netflix subscriptions, you pay $100 a month for cable or your cell phone, like you don't bat an eye at that, right? But if you don't have your health, you can't use any of that shit. Right. Right. So but they're also buying, and this is a huge thing, other like programs that are quick fixes. Yes. So we're talking like Octavia, Nutrisystem, <sighs> Noom, whatever the fuck. Like they're spending a lot of money on that shit. And Octavia, that's like 500 bucks a that's, month. I mean, <laughs> that's, that's insane. insane for you to like just keep spinning your wheels. Like in all the supplements that people buy, like the mm-hmm. fat burners that think they're magic Throw all fixes. That shit away. You can be spending that on a fucking coach to set you in the right direction to actually set you up for life mm-hmm. rather than just keep spending this money in this shit that never fucking works. Yep. And too, on the note of coaches, most gyms, I don't know if you guys do this here or not, but most gyms will give a free PT session, yeah. at least one to get mm-hmm. you in the door. Um, and of course, they'll try to sell you a package and things like that, which is there's nothing wrong with that. That's what they're there for. But um, to at least get you comfortable with the gym or the equipment. Um, I know my gym back home, we do that for people, you know, mm-hmm. just to show them around the gym, get them familiar with the qu- equipment, do assessment on their their movements and make mm-hmm. sure they're they're capable of actually working out rather than just getting thrown into a workout. Too. Yeah. So. so we'll, we'll kind of do something similar. We don't do necessarily a free session, but okay. we do uh, like a consultation. They'll come in, we'll mm-hmm. show them around, sure. run them through an assessment, you know, um, just to give them an idea, talk them kind of through maybe their goals, what they, what they're trying to achieve. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, like if they have aches and pains, it's like, okay, well we can do this to mm-hmm. maybe address it. Um, like certainly we can't fix your, your injuries or, or whatever, but we can definitely help you move better and feel mm-hmm. better. Right. So. What's cool about hybrid fitness is that it's, it's also, it's not like an open gym where you can come in anytime. So you have like, let's say small group personal training classes where you have a group that's doing uh, the same program for like a month at a time. Mm-hmm. So you're, you know, but you have a coach that's able to help you you know, with your injuries, what have you. So it's almost like having your own personal trainer, but you have people to do it with, which, so you kind of build a little community, you have accountability. Um, you're not like going in and like doing it alone. So I think that's like, uh, something that's not, that's an important piece right there, you know, everywhere that happens. Yeah. Yeah. That's a lot of people that, that, you know, come here, they, that enjoy that. It's like, 
I just, I don't like going to the gym by myself. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's hard for me to, to get the motivation to just go by myself and do my workout and do it every day. Like mm-hmm. having people with, with, you know, similar goals, mm-hmm. you know, around you helps. So yeah. it's, it's, it's a cool, um, it's a cool way to doing it. Yeah. yeah. And then, you know, having to be, be there at a certain time. So you can't like get out of it, right? Like, oh, I have a class at nine. Accountability. I'm meeting <laughs> yep. this person there. Da, da. So it's like you have to show up. Yeah. yeah. Which is the hardest part. And I agree. It's definitely uh, investing in your in your health. Um, I believe everybody can benefit from having a coach or a trainer of some sort. I've got a coach of my own. Beth, mm-hmm. I know you've got a coach. Um, either investing in your health is usually financial, but it's also your time, your energy mm-hmm. um, as well. Um, and I would say it's an investment now or it's going to be an expense later. Like yep. you, you choose essentially. 100%. So invest your time, money, whatever it is now, your energy into learning this shit now so that later you're not caught with your pants down. Like, oh my God, now my health has actually gotten to a point where I can't move or mm-hmm. I'm pre-diabetic or my blood pressure is high because I haven't been doing anything about yep. it. Whereas if you would have gone back a few years and just started generally moving more and moving better and working mm-hmm. with somebody potentially like it would have been you know you could have prevented all that shit yeah that, that's very similar to what i say it's it's like you either you choose to do it now or you're going to be forced to do it later and that's what that's true that's what bothers me too when people come to us and they're like i'm not motivated to work out i'm like or motivated to do to do anything to change i'm like do you want to be healthy like because that should be all the fucking motivation you need yeah. to be healthy and mm-hmm. to be around your family and provide for your family long term yeah if that's not motivation enough, no, nothing I say is going to, to, to light that fire under your ass. Yeah. If you can't do this for yourself and for your family, then um, there's nothing out there that's going to motivate you to move your ass. Yeah, I always say, you're, you know, view your health as a gift versus a chore. Like it's not, it shouldn't be a chore to take care of yourself. Oh, I, I have to work out. No, I get to work out. Yeah, today. like yeah. you have fucking legs right now. You know, some people don't. I've seen a fucking guy run a Boston Marathon with one leg, and you're complaining, holding an American flag, and you're fucking complaining that I just, you know, I'm so tired. It's like, really? Okay. Mm-hmm. You're tired because you're not doing I have doing no anything. motivation. Also true. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but you have legs and you have a body that is functional. You should fucking use it before you can't. Yep. That's yeah. just, you know. Agreed. Yeah, great. Has some gratitude and appreciation for your own body and what it yeah. can do for you. That's, a lot of people don't take their body, they take their body for granted until, yeah. until they actually, um, something happens. Until until they no longer have the, that exactly. body um, the lo- or the use of their body. Like they, When it's they, too late, it's too late. Yeah. We we were certainly not made to uh, sit no. constantly. Yeah. That's just not not how we were. Well, there's a, like, you know, you know the saying, sitting is the new smoking, and it's fucking true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, there's literal studies that support this. Like, living a sedentary lifestyle is the worst thing we can do for our yeah. for our health. Yep. Literally just moving more, increasing your steps by a thousand every day is going to have an astronomical, astronomical effect on your overall health for the long term. Yep. Right. I'm so tired, though. You're tired because you're not fucking doing anything. Like, right. start moving your body and walking and Move exercising. Your... <laughs> you're going to have actually more energy. Yeah, it's it's crazy. I mean, it doesn't, it, it doesn't make sense in a way, but it does. Mm-hmm. Like you, you get energy by moving. Like yep. your, your body's going to thank you for it. Your body yep. craves movement. Yep. I know me personally, and I'll call myself out. I'm glad to do it. When I don't move, I'm very moody. I'm grumpy. Mm-hmm. I'm, I get sad and depressed. Yep. And I'm like, I, and I do get lazy. 
Yeah, so do I. I I've been I went through a patch of that recently. You know, yeah, I had to kick your ass on that one. You did. <laughs> she did. She she fucking texted me the one day, throwing like, down the elbow. She said, "When are you gonna get back to the couch to the 5K, bitch?" I said, "Oh, <laughs> so I'm fucking going right now." Like it was literally pouring it was like out. Two weeks after like you're already got back, I'm like, yeah. "So I said I was gonna do when it when are you I got gonna back. start back?" Yeah, oh, and it had been probably almost two weeks at that point. You're right because I had I had sprained my ankle. Here I am and, ending COVID and fucking getting right back into it. Yeah, so she called me out and I and. And I, I, even though it was raining, I said, you're right. I said I was going to do it. I went out and I fucking had a, a run in, uh, in the rain. And you've been kicking ass ever I've since. I've been kicking ass ever since. That was what I needed. That kick mm-hmm. in the ass. So when, so when we're saying these things for everybody listening, when we're, when, when it sounds like we're being have giving you tough love and like, oh, my God, that sounds like they're kind of an asshole. We're saying we're it out of mean. a place of love. Yeah. Um, we've been there. We, we know these things. We, we've experienced them. That's, we, we want you to avoid the feelings that we've felt and the way our feelings, you know, the, our clients have felt when, you know, when we talk to, with them and they're not moving and, mm-hmm. and come to help. And, and here's the thing with it. Like people from the outside looking in, people that don't exercise or whatever, they're, you know, you don't have to, you don't have to go fucking seven days a week. No. Like, you know what I mean? Like just do something a little bit, like just a little bit more than you did before. Yesterday, right? Yeah. yeah. Like that, that's it. You don't need to start with a fucking hour a day every day of running or an hour a day every day of lifting weights. It's like... I'm going to burn out. Do yeah. one fucking day for like, you know, say you want to lift weights, go for fucking 20 minutes, half hour, like mm-hmm. whatever. Like don't blow your load all at once because this needs to be a lifestyle. Like you, you, you can't just do it for six weeks, eight weeks, eight months. It's like... This is your life. You want to be healthy? This is your life. Mm-hmm. Figure out a way to incorporate it every day or every, we'll, we'll say like every week. Most Regu- days. Most days of the week. Yes. <laughs> it, on on a consistent basis, yeah. is, I guess is a better way to put it. Like be consistent with exercising and do all that you can without mm-hmm. overdoing it. Like, And when it comes to making progress, if progress is your goal, like instead of just like maintaining, then minimal effective dose is the key. Yeah. Like you don't want to do, you just want to do the least amount of work to get the progress that you want because you're going to have to keep adding to that over mm-hmm. time. Yeah. So why do more than you have to? Right. You don't have to fucking kill yourself. Just yeah. do something. And it's okay to work out just to feel good. And that's actually where I'm at currently. <clears throat> Beth and I were talking about this earlier this week. Somebody asked me, what's next for me after the Couch to 5K program? Am mm-hmm. I going back to my strength goals? And I'll be honest with you. I don't think I'm going to go back to chasing strength, at least not at this time. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm working out right now to feel good because um, it makes me feel good. And also, I'm, lo- I'm teaching my son how to work out right now. So oh, nice. I'm working out with him when I'm back home. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm, I don't care about building muscle anymore, at least right now. I don't care about increasing my strength. I chased strength for so long, I actually you know, was fucking exhausting mentally and physically. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did my powerlifting meet, which I'm thankful for. I, I had a really good time for that. And I'll definitely do one again, but it's just not right now. Right. Mm-hmm. There's phases of, of your journey. Yep. Like you don't, just because you start with something doesn't mean that's where you're going to end. You're going to dip your toes in a lot of stuff. Find what, what, what works for you. <laughs> Let me try that again. <laughs> Find what works for you. Um, because there's a lot of cool stuff out there and there's no end all be all. Yeah. Yeah. And Lots there's cool no perfect there. plan. There so when you, you're like, well, what should I do? It's like, you know, like everyone starts somewhere. Like Dusty started with fucking Beachbody. Look where he is right now. I started with group coaching classes and doing all kinds of crazy shit, mm-hmm. you know, and look where I'm at now. Like it morphs into something. You just got to start. Mm-hmm. Whatever it is, find something that you are just moving. And it's then, probably not going to be the same thing a couple of years from now, but at right. least you're getting started. It, it's not going to be the, you're, you may be surprised where you end up in a few years. Mm-hmm. Never did I think that I'd be running again. 
Yeah. Because I started out running and I fucking hated every moment of it because I was doing it for the wrong reasons. Right. So yeah. Now I'm really enjoying it. I went for a run last night here in Maine along the, the bay. Yeah. That's a bay, the bay right the there, coast, right? The yeah. coast. And I mean, I just I enjoyed it. I didn't even have headphones in, just ran. Yeah. And ran for eight minutes straight for each cycle, each each set. And it, yeah. was, it was amazing. And now I'm thinking, I'm like, holy fuck. Like, I understand why people run. I, I know that feeling now. Yeah. And, and I'm like, mm-hmm. am I going to do a race? Am I like, am I going to, maybe I'll do like a decathlon at some point. Or Didn't maybe, we like, talk about a half marathon? We, we talked about a half marathon <laughs> and like, I want to, <laughs> I want to do 14ers and all this other mm-hmm. stuff, like right. non-strength stuff. So very like, cool. Have, I, obviously you evolved from uh, insanity and, and those type of programs to, mm-hmm. you know, cha- um, working on building lean muscle mass. Um, do you see, I mean, you obviously don't know what, yeah, what are your strength, for you, but uh, yeah, what kind of goals are do muscle you have at the building goals? Dusty, let's hear it. Um, so initially when I first got into the, the weightlifting thing, um, it was just pure strength. Like I mm-hmm. loved it. Um, I fell in love with deadlifting and squatting. And oh, my favorite, not benching though. Cause I have uh, Same. super, super <laughs> long arms. So my bench is really weak, but you know, I could pull and mm-hmm. I, I could squat decent. So that is what I did for years and years and years. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I'm like, man, I'm not really changing much mm-hmm. physique wise. Like I want to be aesthetically, you know, a little more pleasing to my eye. I don't give a shit what anybody else sees, sure. but I got to look mm-hmm. at myself in the mirror when I shower. So, right. uh, <laughs> so, you know, I, right now I'm diving more so into, you know, building muscle and more of like a... I hate calling it bodybuilding. Body yeah, because it, that has such a negative connotation. Like, I'm not trying to. to you're be, just building your body. I mean, yeah. You're, yes. You're not uh, doing the bodybuilding sport per se. Right. Yeah. But just diving into it, like I've learning about it. Mm-hmm. It's it's different. Like, yeah. Are you lifting weights? Yeah, but it's a fucking completely different animal. Mm-hmm. Like everything's different. Yeah, like working through your your workouts these last two days, there's a bigger emphasis on um, slower, controlled movements with you know, time under tension mm-hmm. and eccentrics mm-hmm. and concentrics. Um, yeah, and they're brutal. They're brutal for <laughs> sure, <laughs> and it's definitely not the type of stuff that I tor- I typically incorporate in my own training. Yep. Yeah. So, I like I'll do pause work and and things like that. Yeah. Um, but very rarely do we do you know things for tempo yep. things like mm-hmm. that. So, yeah. yeah, I'm with you. Like I'm I want to see where I could take my body at 49, 50 yeah. years old. Yeah, and that's cool. Yep. See, my, my goal now is like I, I just turned 34. And so now I am going to be in better shape every fucking year mm-hmm. from here on out. And when I'm not, that's when I'm going to consider myself old. So like <laughs> I'm just going to try and just keep mm-hmm. getting better physically yeah. and mentally. Yeah. Um, but I love that. right now I'm just I'm just digging the the, the bodybuilding thing. Yeah, I, 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 I don't know why it's different. Like I don't ache. My joints don't yeah. fucking ache as much. Like. We're using different equipment. You know, cables were something that I'd never used before because I didn't mm-hmm. have access to them. Machines, leg presses. Like, yeah. so I, I'm starting to see right out of the gate, like, there's a lot of changes and I just feel so fucking better. Mm-hmm. I love that you mentioned machines, yes. uh, especially because a lot of people like to Like, what's better? Dumb, uh, free weights or machines? Yeah, it's like, it's like you can incorporate both. both. Yes. Yeah, there's a place like, for both. They all have their purpose. So yeah. let's, let's, uh, this is a good thing, a good topic. Like, what is the what's the difference right okay between like machine and dumbbells uh so machines let's say you do it like a chest press on the machine and chest press with dumbbells okay so it really comes down to um basically how do i want to describe this so it's easily digestible so the movement of the resistance Mm -hmm. of an exercise so say the dumbbells 
Um, the further away it gets from the joint and the muscle group that you're working, the more torque you're placing on that, right? So it's, we call that the resistance curve. Um, so things get harder the further away they get from, from a joint, Mm -hmm. right? So it places more torque on a muscle or a joint. Your muscle has the ability, um, it has a, a strength curve is what we call that. And that is, so in the length, and and this is a general strength curve for the majority of muscles, not all muscles have this, but so in a lengthened position, so when your muscle is, let's say you're talking to your bicep and your arm is (coughs) is fully out extended, Mm -hmm. that is the lengthened position of Mm -hmm. your bicep. Your bicep is pretty, is fairly weak in this position. Right. And as you, as you start to bend the elbow, you're getting stronger and about midpoint is where your muscle is the strongest. So halfway through shortened and halfway through lengthened is typically where a muscle is the strongest. Mm -hmm. When you're fully contracted, it's at its weakest. So you have that strength curve. It's kind of like a little bell curve, right? You're weak, you're strong, and then you're weak again. And now you're, um, we're talking resistance curve is, you know, through external forces, be it dumbbells, cables, machines, whatever it is. So that has its own curve. So, you know, when, when a weight is, let's take, okay, so a dumbbell lateral raise is actually a very, very easy, easy thing to understand in this aspect. So your shoulder, you're in, your arms by your side, you have a dumbbell, your shoulder is in that lengthened position. Mm -hmm. As you're lifting the arm up, um, so your arm will be parallel at the top of the movement, that's when your muscle is in its shortened position. So it's weak there, right? But what are we looking at if we have a dumbbell in our hand? It's really easy at the bottom, right? You're just holding it at your side. You could Mm -hmm. probably hold a fucking 100 pounds there Mm -hmm. until you're... Good luck lifting that up, especially on that movement, right? (laughs) Exactly. So you start lifting it up, it's getting further away from your body. Therefore, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's providing more torque on that muscle. And at, as you get to the top, it's the hardest. But your muscle is at its weakest. Therefore, those two curves don't line up. So it's not a very effective exercise when it comes to muscle building. You want those two to line up. So you want the movement to be the easiest when a muscle's at its weakest. Okay. So the lines, does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So the lines are kind of like going together. So in a sense of hypertrophy, we're not talking strength here. People, people get after me all the time about this shit. This is in the, in the eyes of hypertrophy. You are trying to build muscle. So you want to be optimal here. A cable lateral raise set up properly is going to follow that better than a dumbbell. It's a lot better because you you're having constant tension too. Because from from the bottom to the top, it's so the tension actually changes. It It actually changes. The tension actually changes in in a cable movement. So because there there is because the the force it the distance between the the force, which is the cable in this aspect, and your body changes. So the so the resistance actually does change. It's just you control it through your body position, mm. right? So if you line it up correctly, you've got pretty easy at the bottom, hardest in the middle, and then at the top, it's going to be easy as well. So you're really, you're working the whole muscle. Whereas if you're doing a dumbbell lat raise and you're using heavier weight than you should, most people in the gym, you've got to muscle it up. You're not actually doing anything for the last you know, 25 to 50% of the muscle. So that's why you're not building a lot of muscle with a dumbbell lat raise, but you can turn a dumbbell lat raise into a good exercise. Mm -hmm. 
you just line things up better. So in order to do that, you just lay on a bench sideways. Yeah. Okay. So that takes, so at the top of the movement, your, your, the weight is actually lined up with the shoulder joint. So it's not placing all the torque. So it's really easy. You could hold it in that position for a long time. So that's it in a nutshell. Yeah. <laughs> Hypertrophy is about lining up basically your strength curve uh, with the resistance curve. Um, so we're talking dumbbells, machines, machines are built to, if, so here's the thing, there's really shitty machines and sure, there's yeah, really, definitely. there's really good machines. Um, probably the ones we use at Planet Fitness, probably not the greatest, but guess what? It's what we have. So we're using them. Right. Um, but if they're built really, really well, that resistance curve that it provides is going to line up with your with your strength that curve. fixed plane that it has mm. it's, yeah. it's, it's set to um, be optimal for that yep. yeah so you'll notice like on some of the um some of the machines that you see there's what we call a cam and it's a big circular disc that you know either cables are around or mm-hmm. whatever right it's not a com- it's not a perfect circle it's a weird kind of like bean shape type thing and mm-hmm. that is to you know help kind of change the resistance as you're moving through the motion mm-hmm. so that's that's kind of the difference. Um, you know, machines aren't for everybody. There is one thing like don't just hop on a fucking machine and use it. Like you have to know how to align your body properly mm-hmm. so you're using it efficiently and safely. Um, but I mean, certain machines are better than others. There's no end all be all. What right. are what are some machines you you mentioned some machines that are worse than others? Like what are some machines that you you really are not a fan of? I mean, I I know looking at like Planet Fitness, they've got a lot of like cable rowing like machines that are like rowing machines Mm -hmm. it's weird i they just i would prefer like a plate loaded machine that that follows the um the strength curve of of your body and your muscles ability yeah see the gym i work out it's very old-fashioned old school so a lot of the machines we have they are plate loaded yeah we don't we have two we have three cable machines there, um, and that that's it. And yep. there's all, they're always used, so you have to use a plate loaded machines if you if you want to get in get some work mm-hmm. in anyway. So yeah. I'm a big fan of those. There's a, there's a lot of good plate loaded machines, and again, like I'm no expert on this topic. Like I'm fairly new in the sense to all of this stuff. Um, but the more research I do, like it, this stuff has a place. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot yep. of people say like, oh, you know, it it doesn't have a place. Well, it does, because again, if we're talking muscle building and hypertrophy. There are a few things that you need to uh, to optimize it, and stability is one of them. Yeah. So, external stability. You know, sitting in a machine, you're going to be far more stable. Like if you're in a leg press, you are so much more stable than if you were doing a squat. They're two different exercises, right. but but you're able to to isolate. You're not having to support yourself and brace, and you should still be bracing and everything, of course. but you're not having to fully support the weight of hundreds of pounds all on your own. Exactly. And mm-hmm. that means you're not going to get compensation from other muscle groups. Right. So you're able yeah. to work a targeted muscle harder and longer. Yeah. The way I like to do it um, with programming is I'll do like, I like to do all three compound movements, uh, isolation with dumbbells and and uh, machines, yep. you know, I think they all have their place. Like you said, mm-hmm. start, I like to start with compound movements, you know, your squat and your, and, and deadlifts variations and things like that. Move on to some accessory work for isolations, you know, whether it's a, a one arm row for, for, for back, um, whatever. Yeah. And then some type of a machine or two to kind of do a higher rep range then as well with the machines is what I like to do to, to finish off the workout. Yep. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's goal dependent. 
right? Yeah. Like, yep. Absolutely. Wh- what do you want to do? Do you want to do you want to just gain pure strength? Then you know machines probably aren't the best for you um, because you need to teach your body how to to kind of use multiple muscles and multiple joints and, and at once to move a weight from A to B as efficiently as possible and mm-hmm. as much weight as you can move. Yeah, look at a bench press for instance. It's it's a done done properly, a bench press is a full body movement because you're yeah. you're bracing yourself with your feet, you're mm-hmm. you're you're driving through your legs mm-hmm. um and you're using every muscle in your body just like that's why it's a compound movement, mm-hmm. right? So Yeah, and and you could you could turn a barbell bench press into a muscle building movement. I I don't necessarily like love it as as one of those, but you can do it yeah. and and to do that is let's not focus so much on leg drive. Let's not focus so much on, you know, the biggest cue you hear is pull your, pull your shoulders back and down and lock them in a bench press. Mm -hmm. (laughs) If you want to build muscle, don't fucking do that. Mm -hmm. If you want to save your shoulders, don't fucking do that either. But it, it, what that does in that sense is it (coughs) limits your range of motion. And when it comes to building muscle, you want as much range of motion as possible Powerlifting, you don't. So you don't. You exactly. you want to take the shortest route to, mm. to move the most. That's that's why the most weight. That's why in powerlifting, and this is why women get so much shit on because they they're capable of having that insane arch in mm-hmm. their bench press. Yep. People are like that's cheating because they're moving at three inches. Like that's the sport. They yeah. want to move as much weight as possible, and you know in the shortest yeah yeah in the shortest uh, distance possible. Yep. So that's that's the difference. People think they're they're very you know kind of the same but they're very different definitely and very different definitely very so different. yeah i mean they're just tools in the gym if we're, yeah. if we're going back to machines and dumbbells but you know if you know kind of what you want you can manipulate them to mm-hmm. to give you exactly what you want yeah absolutely going back to the, the bench press for instance to you take the leg drive out of it you can just literally put your feet up on the bench mm-hmm. and yeah now, you know yep. um i can't remember what that movement is called it's been a while it's been a few months since i've done those but we were incorporating those as an accessory to my bench press because you know just to get just isolate the chest and the the, the shoulders and everything yep. So, yeah. yep yeah because you're, you're not relying on anything else like right. so yeah it's it's funny people look at exercises uh through the lens of like there's only one it's like it's a one, one way, way this is the yeah. best this is the best way this is the only way and i fucking there, hate it when yeah. that. i know people there's so talking, many like talking like that yeah there's a lot of um thankfully i'm not on the bodybuilding side of tiktok mm. but if you are all you hear is optimal optimal <laughs> optimal and like you're leaving gains out on the table and this and this and this i'm like shut the fuck up yeah. like mm. I, I i don't care right but also my audience is much different than right. theirs i'm not talking to bodybuilders i don't give a fuck about that like yeah. If, yeah. if you're listening and you do sorry but that's not my thing right know? right um <laughs> so that that's actually you know that's it's funny that you say that because that's what i've been diving into yeah right mm-hmm. is yeah. the whole bodybuilding thing and it's yeah. like okay how how do I optimize? So like yeah, I am learning sure. about that, right. and that and it's fucking cool to me. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. But to most people, it's like, oh, I don't care how to fucking optimize my bicep in this right. position. Like, all right, well, yeah, that's fine. But like, <laughs> I find yeah, it really fucking yeah, cool. Like, your yeah. goal is to build as much possible, uh, it, much puzzle as possible. Exactly. So why would you not do that in the most efficient way? Exactly. Yeah. But the cool thing is we can still sit here at the same fucking table and agree yeah on certain things Absolutely. you know what i mean like it's just, just because i don't like it doing it that way i mean training that way doesn't mean that you're wrong yeah, yeah. right absolutely and unless unless you're a fucking crossfitter like <laughs> i'm just kidding no there's a place for crossfit too i think it's a fucking awesome sport but uh, but you said that correctly it's a sport it exactly that's what it is mm-hmm. it's a sport it's it not sport. it's it's not a modality of uh just exercising for I, health <laughs> i 
that's my gripe with CrossFit is just taking Jane and John from off the street and then, okay, here's a barbell, start doing this for time, for reps, and just go balls to the wall, right. um, and then they get hurt yep. uh, a month later. Yeah. Yeah. Say say goodbye to your, uh, to your fucking shoulders. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> but also, like let's make this clear here too there's good crossfit gyms and then there's bad crossfit yeah. gyms just like with everything and everything. i should say gym it's a box right yeah. but um the bad ones are what gives gives it the bad reputation that it has yep. mm-hmm. a good crossfit box that and i know a few back home that my friends go to um they, they they'll take you aside and they'll they'll regress your exercises they'll right. they'll give you um <clears throat> different versions to do if you don't have the mobility or they'll be just squatting with a broomstick for instance yeah. rather than loading up a, a barbell mm-hmm. like that's the type of shit that i love to see yeah there's you know if if done properly there's a placement for everything yeah, yeah. you know what i mean yeah. and and that's what's cool and, and i wish people would stop being so fucking dogmatic about you know what is what's best and what's not it's I like know. you can you can incorporate everything yeah and what i see with people um going to crossfit too it's kind of what you were talking about earlier with uh, the insanity and and those type of programs usually that attracts the same type of person the people that want to go balls to the wall burn as many calories have a super high intensity workout every single time that's usually what attracts um, what CrossFit attracts mm-hmm. that, that type of person. Yep. It's neither wrong nor right. It's just, that's what they like. Yeah. I mean, if it works for you, great. Um, just, just be safe that's, yeah. and, and, and don't push your, your, your ideology on somebody else right. because right. it's, just because you think it doesn't mean it's fucking right. I'm lazy. I don't want to go to the gym and bust my ass and feel like shit afterwards. <laughs> I want to get in, like you said, do the minimal amount of work necessary to mm-hmm. to get the after, the results that I want. Yep. So. I mean, you know, there there's a place for walking out of the dr- gym like a fucking newborn giraffe sometimes, you know. And it's, it's needed every once yeah. in a while for sure. Typically, but every time? Late, lately that's been most of our leg days, though, Beth. We're walking <laughs> out of... Are- and th- we don't have many movements either. That's the thing. Yeah, yeah. I've, There's I, like four exercises yeah. for leg day, and we walk out of there, and I'm fucking wrecked for like the whole day. Yep. I think let's talk about that because I think yesterday we did five movements for, right. our, for our chest. Yep. Yeah. It was like we didn't do a million exercises and a no. different million variations, and we weren't doing a thousand reps. Like yep. we did five, six movements, I think, and maybe today we did six movements, but yesterday we did five, mm-hmm. and that's really all you need. Yep. So I, I actually I just made a made a post on this um, that. If you're, or at least I'm going to, I filmed it. <laughs> I can't remember if I posted it yet or not, but um, it's basically saying if you're doing more than two exercises for a particular muscle group, you're not working hard enough. Mm. I would agree with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's something we talk about actually just last week. Like you're just not pushing yourself right. hard enough with, just, the, with the exercises that we, you're already supposed to be doing. Yeah. So yep. why would you need more just to work harder in the ones that you already have? Yeah. I mean, it, it, it comes down to like, it's junk volume. You're yeah. just, you're, yeah. you're lifting to lift. So yeah. like, are you working? So let's, there's different divisions of muscle. So let's take the chest. For example, you've got your upper, your, your mid and your lower kind of peck, right? Yep. So obviously if you're doing something to hit different divisions, that's fine. But it, it's it's the people that are doing, you know, they start their workout with a barbell bench press flat and then they do a flat dumbbell bench press and then they're doing like a flat chest fly. It's like just you just hit that same movement pattern, the right. same yeah. muscle three different three times. Yeah. yeah. Just on, on your on your one set, like on on your one set of exercises rather, like your three sets of barbell bench, like fucking go. 
Right. Like put some work in. Mm-hmm. That's it. And then like, do like an incline after that, right? Yeah. yeah. If, if you want to hit a different division, like mm-hmm. you don't need to, to do 16 different fucking exercises. It's like with biceps for, for, is a really good example. A lot of times people will just do a regular bicep curl, um, but not realizing that there's, you know, three different ways you should be doing bicep curls, mm-hmm. you know, um, to hit all the different he- um, heads yep. and, and positioning. Yep. So, yeah. Like yep. today we did... Um, uh, incline uh, dumbbell curls, yep. brutal, brutal. But you know your and then hammer your curls. arm, your your shoulder is is back. Your arms are back behind your body doing yep. that. So it's a, mm-hmm. it's hitting it in a different way than if you were doing um, standing a standing curl or like an easy bar curl or something where your arms are going to be in front of you. Yep, yep. So that's that's it really. Like stop doing too much. Like everybody's yeah. in the gym just fucking frying themselves. It's like you don't hit hit five four five six movements you know get everything you need to and get the fuck out of there yeah like and, and that goes back to what you said earlier about having a coach um or a trainer because yeah. th- they'll set that stuff up for you um instead of what i like to call gym uh gym fuck around itis you know yep. going to the gym without a plan and fucking around this is what i feel like doing today mm-hmm. um and it's like if like i said if you just want to work out and to, to feel good and things like that cool you can definitely do that right and get away yeah. with but that. if you're going if you have a goal and you're just going in and you're just fucking just going through the motions and you know gotta have a plan yeah you do gotta have a plan you really do so all right gotta have a plan always plan to succeed or what's that saying succeed and failing essentially fail to plan fail to plan plan to fail yeah that's the one that's Mm -hmm. the one that's the one (laughs) but the only way you fail is just giving up altogether that's right true you're not really failing you're just learning yeah it's a learning opportunity learning Mm -hmm. learning with style Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> all right awesome yeah that was a fucking amazing chat that um yeah dusty um for anybody listening though um throw out throw out uh, your handle on instagram what platform dusty are you is on? creating some fucking awesome content so if you're not following him you need to um i'm on the gram and tiktok That's and true. i'm i'm actually just confirming because I think I changed my handle like, a while back. You're like, what is my back. username anyway? Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's it's Fitrition Coaching on Instagram. Uh, Fitrition, it's yeah, funny play on words, right? Fitness and nutrition, real fucking clever. Uh, it is actually F I T R I T I O N Coaching on Instagram, and I believe TikTok is the same thing. If it's yes, not it the is. Same thing. Okay, good. If yep. it's not the Fitrition. same thing, let's make it the same. Yeah. We'll put it. We'll put it in our uh, show notes. We cool. definitely will. Yep. Definitely At will. Fitrition Coaching. Um, kind of new to the TikTok Instagram thing. Beth, you'll been. be seeing him. Yep, we're gonna do some, some con- future videos. After, oh after this, we're gonna go record some videos. Yeah. With, with you. So. Yeah, we'll yeah. see if we can we can make some people upset, squirm. Maybe we're gonna <laughs> wind you guys up. <laughs> <laughs> so gym content is coming. All right. Yes. yes. Awesome. Awesome. Thanks again, Dusty. Yeah. Thanks for having me, Thank guys. You. This is awesome. Yeah. You guys are great. So appreciate it. Love your stuff. Thank thanks, you. man. All right. All right. Bye. Peace out. And that is a wrap for this episode of Cut the Crap with Beth and Matt. Did we help you cut through the bullshit? We want to know. Send us a DM on Instagram and share your thoughts. We'd love to hear them. And if you did find this one helpful, why not share this episode with a friend? I know I personally love it when a friend shares their favorite podcast with me along with a text saying, Oh my God, you have got to check out this podcast. You'll love it. And of course... Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss future episodes.